Saw this one all over social yesterday, and I, and I understand it, but it's something that doesn't happen at my house. Okay. Uh, when you have family game night. Ah. Uh, they found that one in five families, family game night ends in a fight. Oh, sure. Because oh, somebody's, really? wait, wait, wait. Somebody's too competitive. Yeah, well, right? the the number one reason, quitting because you're losing. Number two is quitting or accusing somebody else of cheating. Yeah. yeah. So one in five, that's 20%. Yeah. That's, that's wind higher up in than a I fight. would think. Yeah, right. Yeah, there are certain families that and you're so competitive I mean, I, and you're losing and you're not. People who, if you can't be a good loser... Yeah, Good I, luck in life, because I, we're all going to lose. I've seen it come close. I mean, I've seen people lots cop attitudes, but, you know, not yeah. really get to the family fight part. Although, I mean, I think a couple of years ago, we had a close call, Jody, at Christmas time, if I remember correctly. I don't remember what happened. What oh. game was it? I don't remember what game I it do. was. Oh, you do? I don't it was, think it was. Was a, it Uno? No. Yeah. It <laughs> wasn't. It's bad when you're fighting over Uno, right? No, not really. Not, number one game that people, nearly half the families that said it ends in fighting, it's Monopoly. And, oh, and they've banned, banned Monopoly at the house. Which, really? You know, okay. Monopoly is incredibly. I have. A I don't Monopoly, understand it. I have a Monopoly game, a board game, still from my childhood. Oh no! And when the kids at different ages, when they come up, it's like, hey, can we play this one? It's like, no. Nah, it's I don't. I don't want to play that one. I've never enjoyed it. No, nah. not once. No. The, the more moving parts that you have in a game, I probably the more likelihood of happening what, what you just described could happen. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid little bitty kid, and I never understood the game of life. <laughs> they actually, Milton Bradley had the game of life. Still. But as a kid, we liked it because it had a little spinning wheel. wheel. Right, exactly. Oh, number, that's cute. We never played that much. Number two game that causes problems is Uno. <gasps> And so it is number two. Yes, yeah. no I don't, reason. You like, can't cheat at Uno. Well, exactly. It's, it's pretty much easy. you either go this way or that well, way. And because there's nothing worse than getting hit with a wild draw too plus bad. four and a reverse and then back, you know, again. Well, guess and what? You, you, that's, that's life. life. No, <laughs> number that's three. Uno. And this one I do see is sorry, number three. Oh, yeah, sorry. Because when okay. the family plays sorry, you always feel, you know, like you, you don't want to do it, but I have you to gotta do, do it. it I got to you. send you back. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Hence the name. Too bad. Those yeah. are the older games. You yeah. know, you could introduce some new ones. We all had a lot of fun with the draw hey. stuff and the gestures and yeah. all that. That was fun. You were talking about the board game fights that happen across America. 20% of families like get into fights when having game, family game night. Yeah, yep. Sam threw that number out last hour, and I couldn't believe it. I can. Totally. Some, there's always somebody who's a little too competitive or can't lose very well or whatever. Yeah, so it winds up with certain games not being played because At it all. ends in a fight or... <laughs> Certain family members not being allowed. Yeah, it's to like play. When you see, and you, when you have that happen, and you see that game, it brings it your mem- to your memory forever. Yeah. So, Sam, I know you mentioned that part of it is you know either people not not following the rules of the game, cheating. Or, or cheating, yeah, <laughs> or it's you're losing, cheating. you're losing, and so you, you act like right, a, and you're upset. That's an immaturity but, thing. But it almost makes me wonder. Also, do you think some of these cases are the wrong game was picked for the age group? In other words, if you got yeah. young yeah. and older, yeah. you need to find something that's right. It's you know, hard to find that, that fits game. Because especially younger kids, when they're first playing, they don't like losing. Nobody no. likes losing, but it's a learning I experience. I always found a, a great game for the kids when they were younger is Trouble. Yes. Because it's got the pop-o-matic bubble. <laughs> yeah, right. So it's fun because you boink, get to boink. pop it, and then they teach it teaches them to count yeah. up to six at yeah. the most. You know? I can tell you my one experience with this, and I won't go into detail about people at all. I would never do that. No names? No names. But it was at a holiday time at our house, Murphy, and it was not a game exactly like a board, but it yeah. was the uh, Secret Santa thing. Okay? Mm-hmm. Secret Santa. And somebody didn't like what they... Somebody 
had something stolen from them. You know, where you can steal the gift yeah, yeah, yeah. and somebody had something they wanted and it got stolen from them. And that somebody acted like a party pooper. Them's the rules. And it's kind of like, wait, this is just a game. These are $10 gifts. Yeah, I know. Well, to me, I almost put my foot down yeah. and said, we're not doing this at my house anymore because this was around our big round table uh, and I didn't want that yeah. at Christmas. Well, and you know, I mean, as I, as I recall, your mother wasn't in good spirits okay. that night anyway. It know? was not my mom. <laughs> Mom, this is only 10 bucks, okay? <laughs> As if. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Jennifer Lopez, we all know she's single. We all know the reasons why. We know now that she was the one that said, you know what, A-Rod, I can't anymore. I don't trust you, and I've had enough of you. I never did like baseball. Apparently lockdown was too much. She needs the spark of seeing a man every couple twice a week and seeing him every day was too much. Well, was so that or was that it that was, he was messing around on it? Both, because that was the story yesterday. Jody's read a lot into this. I have, Apparently, yeah. I've read a lot because it's my <laughs> job, too. Here's the other fun part of this to me. This is actually kind of sweet. Jennifer Lopez, is in. she's in the Dominican Republic now filming, working. She's always working, and the kids are coming to see her. That yeah. brings her a lot of joy. Guess who brings the kids? Her ex-husband, Mark Anthony. Guess who's bringing her comfort as well? Yeah, as one of her greatest friends of all time, that means Mark Anthony. Isn't he married though? He is. Again, they're very. I'm not saying there's anything sparky here. Sparking. I'm saying that they were really good friends in the beginning of her yeah. career. He was a mentor to her, and remember, they were just friends forever. After she broke up with Ben Affleck, I'm going to take you back because I know Jennifer. He scooped her up right then when she he had, he was single and he scooped her up and that's when they got married had children they were married for eight years yeah. he's one of her best friends in the world in life and he is the one bringing her comfort that's it boys <laughs> boom you know I was telling you the other day that I loved being the being the house where the kids the teenagers can all just land so Taylor and a bunch of her friends spent the night over the weekend at our house before heading to the beach they're at the beach this week. You know, four of them. And I loved being the host house. Was it standard pizza and videos? You know, I cooked one night. I did ribs and Mm. stuff like that. Slow-cooked ribs. Yeah, they were delicious. Yeah, because honestly, the mom in me was like, you're going to be eating pizza and takeout food for a week. Let me feed you. And when they come back that, like, later one night this week, like Thursday night or Friday... I'm cooking for them that night, too. It's like home cook. You're going to land here. You're going to get cooking. And it really worked well and all that, but... Before everybody arrived, Taylor was super nervous about us meeting her boyfriend, which we had never met him before, and just about her friends staying at the house. And I'm like, what's, I I was trying to calm her down. She finally came to me and she asked if we could take down some of the baby pictures. (laughs) And I was like, I know, I'm sorry. You are who you are. You were who you were. And we're not doing it. Yeah. And she'll do the same thing when she's a parent. She's going to put pictures of the kids up. and Right. It's just, that's what you do. And it, it... Isn't it funny, though? What's to me, it's not baby pictures that are ever a problem. What I wanted down out of my parents' house when I started having boys come over were the junior high pictures. You know, the awkward, the fifth grade, where you well, just don't, you're in that space. Those were a couple of the ones that she wanted taken down. Oh, yeah. She wanted the one taken down where me and you and Phoebe and her went to whatever that lake was that time. That public, you know, campground. Remember? Oh, she's got braces she was, in that one. Oh yeah, oh, she was so cute. Though. 
Uh, Okay, from our Facebook page, Ann says, love it. Best of both worlds, mom win. You may not have taken down the baby pics, but you let the guy and friends stay over so she has no room to fuss. Thank you for that. Stephanie says, yep, my house, my pictures of my babies. Oh, yeah. It's funny. But what's funny about that, too, is that you don't realize, she doesn't realize that he, her boyfriend, probably enjoyed seeing pictures of her when she was little. There's something special about that, too. We had a family picture that was black and white of when I was probably four years old. Mm -hmm. And that hung in the living room until I moved out. It mortified you? No, it's just, it's part of the... It's part of it. It was part of the Part house. of the decor. Yeah. Welcome to it, kids. Hope you had a great Father's Day weekend. Uh, you can catch up on anything that you missed this week on the Murphy, Sam & Jody podcast. And every day we've got a different episode of After the Show. Um, I don't know if you guys caught that, well, last week, Biden, President Biden, met with Vladimir Putin. Putin, yeah. <laughs> and I didn't know that this was common, but, but when world leaders meet... Gifts are a part of it. Did you know yeah. that? I didn't realize that. Yeah. Do you? Have, how did you know that, Sam? I just knew they do that kind of thing. Yeah, they give whatever. And it's not like, hey, here's a Winnebago. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> like, here's some pens and pencils. It's and... not like a Fabergé egg or something no, like that. No, no. Well, it could be. I mean, It's just something from the prize when you, closet. When you, get, <laughs> when you give somebody like that something, it needs to be significant enough, you know, that it's not like, you picked it up on the way in from a convenience store. It needs to be thoughtful enough, but not a Winnebago, right? Yeah, but it's okay. not like Putin's going to probably be using it, too. I would. Here's the deal. down to somebody. Right. President he, he, Biden mm-hmm. gave Vladimir Putin aviator sunglasses. And I'm thinking, aviators? You mean like Top Gun aviator sunglasses? Like yeah. Tom Cruise That's looking? what I think of. What kind, Ray-Ban? Randolph, USA. Uh-huh. But, which is cool because the Randolph USA are the ones that provide our military, our American military, with sunglasses. Ah. So we'll see if Putin wears so them or not. a statement. He we stopped no by idea. the Pentagon on the way out of town. Yeah. But anyway, a pair of aviators. I'm thinking yeah. Vladimir would look good in a pair of aviators. And you know why? I read this once, too. Remember when I was trying to find the right glasses shape for my face? Yeah. yeah. And I found out that the square ones that I wear are right or whatever. Um, as far as sunglasses go... Everybody looks good in uh, aviators. Oh, yeah. Everybody. If you don't know what kind of sunglasses to buy, you can't go wrong with aviators. I used to have a pair of Ray-Ban aviators. I don't ever remember seeing you in those. You, it was like in, in college. Then it, you need to bring that yeah. back, Sam. I don't have them anymore. They were the kind that had the little, the, they were all metal things. Yeah. So they hooked around your ear. Yeah. And it used to give me headaches yeah. because the tension on the back of oh, my ear. Yeah. Then yeah. get some that don't do that. Um, you want to look cool this summer? <laughs> you think you'd look as good as Vladimir Putin? Just asking. Anyway, I just love that. I love knowing that that's what President Biden I gave him. Well, Putin give him. I don't have that yeah. info. Some of those stacking Russian dolls. <laughs> <laughs> this is stamped KGB. Ah, there's another one inside and another one. You know what? It's time to stop holiday eating. One of the best tricks in the world is, and it's perfect for wintertime. Yeah. Soup. Eat mm. more soup, fill up on it, and not mm. heavy, creamy ones either. Yeah. Murphy and I went to a really cool outdoor wedding the other day. We shared some pictures and stories on our Facebook and Instagram of it. I don't know if you saw it, Sam. It was beautiful and lovely. It's a dog. Yeah. Bubba, the Pekingese dog, Bubba, who was perfectly behaved for the wedding. I think at one point she walked up the aisle. Yeah. It was really so cool. It was very sweet. But it's. I know ours wouldn't do that. Some casual. 
Ours would be sniffing everybody and stealing food. Oh, yeah. Oh, Josh would be lifting his leg on every row. (laughs) I know. So it was a backyard wedding. It was small, and it was lovely. We were just delighted to be there, some friends of ours. And but what struck us is that I wasn't ready for how beautiful the vows were. Yeah. Like I'm sitting there, you know. So they wrote their own? No, they didn't write their own. They had um well maybe they they must have agreed on them or whatever, but they had a um like the pastor from one yeah. of their churches come and do it. But it was definitely personalized for them. And one of the things and I wrote it down, I well, I jotted it in my phone, not during the ceremony <laughs> after. Can you guys pause right now? <laughs> one yeah, of the things was I vow to let you stand on your own unless you can't. And they said that to one another. Mm-hmm. That means something to them. There's something to that. I know they had both been married before. Yeah. Okay. They both have grown children, which were the, the, the they both had their kids standing in the wedding. Right. It was nice. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> vow to let you stand on your own unless you can't. Another fun part, and I've heard stuff like this at weddings. I vow to laugh at all of your stupid jokes. You know, even the extra stupid ones. Uh-huh. And then they both said, seriously. So there's something about that. That's a private joke yeah. that they stuck in yeah. their vows. I thought that was super cool. Um, and it was just really beautiful. And then the pastor went on to talk about how we romanticize these sort of days, but you don't know about the, you know, the seasons that are coming where you, you may have boredom. You may yeah. find resentment within each other and things like that. And we were, Murphy and I were both like going, well, yeah, we've done a few of those things, Jody, haven't we? Oh, my gosh. Years, yeah. Can I see a show of hands? <laughs> One of my favorite parts, though, we're all eating. You know, it's at the reception. It's afterward. And then the groom gets up, and he's like, he's funny. And he goes, okay, it's, I've prepared a little speech here. He's like, it'll be about 20 minutes long, and it is political. <laughs> he was joking. He was though. joking. Was ah. It was five seconds hey. long. Yeah. Beautiful wedding. We've had uh, quite a few DMs and text messages over the last hour, uh, and I will try to answer this question now for you about the Airbnb mishap that Jody and I have had. So the three of us will be on vacation next week. Yep. Sam will not be with Jody and I in the same city. Nope. But uh, but Jody and I barely kept our vacation because of well, the booking was apparently never fully confirmed, <laughs> and and so so part of this I would guess is my mistake, as I'm not really an Airbnb newbie. I mean, I've done it before, but I have didn't, you. But I've never had I've never had anybody not respond. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. And uh, so you know, usually does somebody they'll confirm they're anxious. Right, to you're, you're their, like, here's my spot. money. We want it. This was a month ago when you booked it. I was so proud. I was like, good, we got this really cool place. Yeah. We're way ahead of the game. Yeah. And you got on with your life and got busy. Right. And she never confirmed. And and so you know what Airbnb does to make sure that the experience is pleasant and to hold people accountable who are renting these homes, mm-hmm. you have to respond in 24 hours. You sound like an agent. You sound like an agent. Awesome. All right. Um, you have to respond in 24 hours or the reservation is canceled and, and whoever's booking gets their money back. Yeah. But what's weird about it is I, if I got a notification, it certainly got lost in email or something like that. And I didn't have the app on my phone, which would have probably popped a notification up mm-hmm, for me. Mm-hmm. So it never occurred to me to go back and double check anything. Right. Well, you know, when you're a week in front of July 4th weekend. <laughs> yeah, not much to choose from. No. And, and when I went back and looked at the place that we had booked, the response rate from this person, who, by the way, has good reviews for the place, is 20%. 
Oh. This is not somebody who is very good at responding on Airbnb, apparently. And but but so, I mean, so are we blaming it on them? Well, but they but obviously they they booked somebody because the place is booked up. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Uh, anyway, I know, at first I was like Murphy. Yeah. Did you forget to check your email? But then I thought that, that that's not like him. No. For that for we dropped money on it. Yeah. So just I guess renter beware. That if they don't respond, you yeah, don't be, have a gig. Yeah, be like, ready. You don't have yeah. it. Of course, everybody else probably already knows that. Me, you know, who doesn't yeah. use it very often. So y'all are staying at a hotel now? Yeah, yeah that's look, pretty much the only thing that's no, available. One no, room we, or two rooms? We look, ha, uh, one room. Oh, wow. What do you mean? The girls and all y'all? The girls are staying at the lake house with the oh, cousins. Oh, okay. Oh, so they still have a good vacation. Yeah, yeah we will too. We will. We get to have breakfast at Waffle House across okay, the street. Okay, <laughs> Sam, I know you've been to our house in our backyard. I don't know if you noticed that we had a, is it called a Sago or a Sega Palm? What's it called? It's a Sega Palm. Sega. Sega Palm. Like the video game, I guess. Okay, is it? Anyway, Sam, you think it's a Sago Palm? Possibly. (laughs) Google it. I'll Google it while we're talking, but I'm pretty sure it's a Sega Palm. In the backyard, and when we first moved in, I realized, wait, we've got dogs. These are toxic to dogs. We know that and prickly and they grow like crazy. So when we're moving in, we had a million things going on. And so Murphy put fencing around the Sega Palm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ah, you know what? And so it keeps growing. You Googled it? it? Yeah, I Googled it. It's Sego. It's 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 Sego. Sego, way to go, Sam. Oh, congrats. It's not Sega (laughs) as in the the video game. Sega. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have a Sago palm, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and it makes me worry because of our dogs. So we finally, like, Murphy can, Murphy call, said, can you please call? I know the girl at this company. I know a girl at a company who yeah. they do this sort of stuff. Landscape. So I, right. I asked her, hey, guys, can you come to our house? Give us a quote on removing a Sago palm. And a Sago palm. Sago palm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see what your problem is right away. Right. They said they got a Sega palm. I don't recall well, if look, I was Any idea what that is? <laughs> but apparently these things are pretty dangerous. If, you, if you're not careful and you don't realize that there are these huge thorns in them, my friend Randy was like, yeah, hey, you want to wrap a big piece of carpet around that? Yeah. I'll bring my truck over. We can, and I'm like, I know they're hard to that? get out the ground. Right. It's a job to get them out the ground. So I you set, it, set up. it up. And she, and Murphy happened to be home, working in his home office. The Sega palm is right outside of his home office. And I get a call that afternoon. Murphy is a little upset. You want to tell him what happened within three minutes? Well, I mean, the, the removal process was literally a chainsaw in 60 seconds. Is what to, <laughs> that was it. They walked in there, and they were gone. So they didn't up. dig it up. No, they didn't dig it up. They just and chopped so, it down. Wait, the, my favorite thing is that Murphy was on the phone. Like, I had to pull the phone away from my ear. He's like, I could have done that myself. Yeah, I mean, I really could have. And then I saw him walk away with it on his shoulder on the security camera. I'm like... <laughs> I what thought these the things thorns? had thorns. I don't know. Maybe the, these guys are experts. Maybe they know what they're doing. Huh. Me, and I mean, I, look, I mean, I it stuck my thumbs just trimming it. You know? I'm so, worried that she misunderstood me. So I have called and said, look, we need, we need it out of the ground. When are you coming to get we the rest of it? We want it out of the ground. But that was just funny to me that you, well, I could have done that myself. And he was just so upset. Yeah. <laughs> like three minutes. And what am I going to get a bill for this? Oh, look, I could be, I could earn quite the living doing that kind of thing for three <laughs> minutes at a time. Murphy, you lead quite a few meetings every week. Well, at least yeah. one or two, right? 
There, yeah. I know you have a couple scheduled meetings. Yeah, there's two at least, yeah. Exactly. Right. Sam gets to go to all of them. I'm rarely <laughs> he gets invited. To go to all of them. <laughs> Yay. Oh, goody. Yay. But Can I, I come? I have heard for years that especially lately that the since the meetings have been the the online component, the video component, virtual. Yeah. Virtual, thank you. <clears throat> that there's always there's often someone at the last minute like when you're ready when you're ready to leave something and it's almost over sam is itching to get out of the door like pew when my cursor is on leave meeting yeah yeah and someone else goes has that one last minute question you yeah. have that a lot right murphy somebody always somebody, has a last minute question some yeah i don't know what that is but some people even when you tee it up early enough in the meeting someone still you know it's it's one of those okay all right great guys it's a wrap thank you wait i've got one more thing and that's you can and see ev- you can see everybody's faces just visibly if everybody kinda. were to verbally it, it would be like oh but they don't they just well, sit there and pretend like grind right. their teeth well, like sam they wouldn't do that in person right so right. yeah they're not gonna do i that. mute the mic and go oh. <laughs> okay you know, that happens with meetings and, and in the professional world, and who can know why? I don't know the psychology of why either. I don't either. Why it would someone be, waits. I wonder, there's probably a psychologist that could explain that to and us. Wait, maybe they're they're waiting the whole meeting for their, their chance, and then finally at the end, it's like now or never. Well, or maybe but they don't have enough courage until the very that's end. That's what I'm saying. So they wait oh, the whole time. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. That's what I mean. Do you know that the same thing is true at the doctor's office? Our friend, who's a pediatrician, tells me... So often he will go, he will do a whole appointment with a family, a kid or the mom or dad or everybody. And it's when he's about to wrap up and leave. They're like, oh, but one more thing. Doctors see this on the daily. The oh, one more thing. And then that's, they say, doctors say, that's what they're really there for. Oh, can you look at this little thing over here? Or, oh, there's one other symptom. I have a rash. Right. right, Isn't that funny? And I do think maybe now that we're talking about it, maybe it is about courage Hmm. or you know, just yeah, not wanting it to be sort of a self-conscious thing. You're, you know, you're right. You want to warm up at the doctor mm-hmm. or at the in the meeting, so you're not the only one that deals with it. Murphy, doctors do too. Suggestion: Next time you wrap up the meeting, do it real quick, <laughs> and then hit <laughs> leave. <laughs> or nothing else. Okay, bye. So uh, I'd like to do a little uh, behind the scenes, Murphy, Sam, and Jody stuff, specifically about Jody. You know, uh oh, <coughs> excuse me. And this isn't limited to me being married to her. This is really something that just kind of happens in the room. Sam has seen it a number of times, also. Oh. And actually, it's become something that I love. It makes it makes me laugh. Um, God, Jody, what is it? Jody has an interesting concept. Oh, oh gosh, of how things electronically work and here's i'm not going to explain this well let me just give you some examples yeah we've all talked about before when we're flying together and the pilot says he's making up time in the air that freaks jody out a little bit because it's it's too much for the plane to fly that yeah 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 Yeah. like he's got the pedal to the metal wait 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 wait, no because there was a plan in place of how fast the plane would go to arrive at a certain destination <laughs> and he just decided because somebody at baggage claim slowed things down that we're just going to make up time with your lives in the air that's all seems a little see that's what you read into it right. that's not really that's, what happens yeah. okay they're trying to be customer friendly by saying hey folks look we know we cost you time but we're going to make it up on the way to the gate so you know i mean they have to file their flight plans it's okay. not like they can just speed the plane up on their own you know okay um, so, but, okay. but anyway, I just, I think that's funny because you've said that a lot because every time, every time we're on a flight, we haven't been on one in over a year, but every time we're on a flight and they say that, Joe's like, oh, <laughs> you can hear the sound. The other thing is, 
uh, at home, you know, with our <laughs> with all of our dots and so forth. When they're not working, Jody's first question typically is, do you think it's too much? Do you have too much on the system? Do you like, honestly think that's an unfair question? It's, it's that like, you have so many, we have so many smart speakers around that they get confused? That's not, that's not, that's not out of the question. You can laugh at me, but that is a genuine concern. Yeah. Because if you can, I think you can confuse it. There are times when we say something to her and the other one answers. Well, that's based on location. Yeah, okay. exactly. They Whatever. are programmed for one of them to pick it up. Okay. And if somebody picks it up before yeah. the one you're talking to, okay. then they're going to answer But do you it. see the common theme here? And then this morning, we're having a conversation in the room where that same question came up about, well, do you think it's, are you giving it too much at one time to do? <laughs> and we're talking about a computer, which is, like you can't, its, its you job can is to do multiple things. You can overload <laughs> a computer, though. <laughs> <laughs> that's why they get upgraded all the time to hold more stuff. <laughs> Okay. Enjoy that, guys. I'm so glad you enjoy it. We love to hear from you, even when we're not here. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you can drop us a voicemail anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. Join the conversation with us anytime, 877-310-4MSJ. So I, I love this. Megan is calling um, she is, she's not from the 80s generation, but is a Van Halen fan mm-hmm. and, and has a question huh? for us. What's your question, Megan? Did y'all ever, any of you ever get to see them live? I did. Oh, uh, hello. <laughs> Sam. They did, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are your uh, memories? Oh, uh, one, and I can't remember if it was the 84 tour or what, but I had third row seats. That was oh the God. best. Oh, my God. Okay. When Dave was swinging oh those swords, God. and I almost caught a pick from Eddie. Yeah. And I did go see the uh, reunion tour, and it was nice to see that. Right. I yeah. saw, of course, I, I saw in 91 the Four Unlawful Carnal Knowledge Tour. So yeah. that was a Sammy thing, um, and it was awesome. They're just, they're there just really. There's songs on that album. Yeah. Yeah, they might be my favorite rock band in the world. You know, as much as I joke about yeah. it being Van Hagar, mm-hmm. I mean, they did have some good songs. They had more yeah. commercial Boy, success. Well, that's because yeah. David Lee Roth built them up and no, gave it over to Sammy. Well, it's not an argument. It's not an argument. <laughs> they had more commercial success with Sammy. They made more money. Yeah. Um, I learned so much crazy stuff out of that from that book, though. It's more sad than you think, though. No kidding. Like, when Sammy met them, Sammy was this very driven person, success-oriented, a businessman. And literally, especially at that time, Al and Eddie were sleeping till 2 and 3 in the afternoon, waking up and doing, what do you call them? They were shotgunning 10 beers at a time and skateboarding and busting their faces and then going into the studio. I don't know if you remember this, but I called you guys right after Eddie died and told you that my dad bought, like, third row tickets for his entire friend group, and that's what they did for his 18th birthday, and I thought that was so funny. Yeah, God, that's awesome. I I guess he was work. it was like his first job, or he was working at a grocery store or something, and he saved up a bunch of money and bought, like, two whole rows of a section for all his friends, and they went to Van Halen. I thought that was so awesome, and Mm -hmm. things just aren't like that anymore. He said they were camping out on the side of the street for tickets and stuff like that. It's awesome. Well, I'm glad you're discovering them now. guys. Well, thank you. I'm still a little late to the game, but I'm thankful it I doesn't got matter. it eventually at least. Music is timeless, yeah. especially that kind of music. Nobody's ever going to be like them yeah. again because the genius of Eddie, the talent, they were special. They were lightning yeah. in a bottle more than once. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> So. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, you're never too late to the party when it mm. comes to 
great music, period. Yeah. That's why the, it's the beauty of it all being recorded, you know? 877-310-4MSJ. Thank you, Megan. You know, the other day Jody was talking about the uh, the person at the end of a virtual meeting who is the one who stalls, throws their question out at the last minute. Really at the place where the meeting is when everybody's is done. ready to go. Exactly. Timing. But that made me think about some other things that I think are sticking, you know, now. And I know that there have been lists on this already, but I can't believe how many of them I actually do. It's trite, it's cliche already, even though it's only a year old. Wait, mistakes you make? And yeah, Nothing? I mean, well, just the co- the common things to these virtual calls. Oh, okay. You know, and, and they're going to continue, even though th- life's getting back to normal now, because some people are just going to be working from home, period, right? Companies have learned you and can do a lot of this differently. It's, it's like part of your DNA. But the thing that doesn't seem to change, there are two of them, and I do both of them. Number one <laughs> is your mic's on mute, which is uh, what I, you know, my mic is. Nine times out of ten, on mute because I'm. I don't want to create noise for anybody when I'm joining the meeting, and I'm always. I, I start to talk, and that's for yeah, yeah. Murphy, your mic's on mute. <laughs> well, I saw you do something on a meeting the other day that I've never seen you do. And in fact, at the beginning of the pandemic, Murphy, you had said you were not going to do this on meetings, but now we're a year in, and you're like, you know what? I'm hungry. You were eating. You were chewing. Oh yeah! I couldn't believe it. I'm like, he's eating a sandwich. It wasn't your meeting, though. No, and I don't like doing that. But I was starving. I hadn't eaten in seven hours. You know, I was like, I've never seen him eat on camera. And well, then suddenly the camera went off, and it's like, oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, he's really eating. So, and that's the whole the other thing too. If you turn your camera off and everybody else's cameras are on, it's just kind of that's weird. Well, no, that's smart. What if you had to change your shirt or something? I didn't realize that that jumped out that much. Yeah. Yeah, right. Wait, how many well, meetings have you had to change your shirt in? I haven't done as many many video meetings as you yeah. have. But if I was at home, I've only I had. I've only been in one meeting where somebody didn't have a shirt on. That was only one. Oh, meeting. All right, I, I think I Sam was on that meeting too. He was out on a boat. Yes, I was. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so anyway, what's the second thing, Murphy? Uh, the second. <laughs> <laughs> The second thing is uh, yeah. is oh. when you're trying to you share your screen and everybody's like, can you see that? Can everybody see my screen? Can oh, yeah, you because can't. screen share never, ever works nope. like it's supposed to. And I don't care what software you're using, it doesn't ever work like it's supposed to. And I'm to. actually glad that all these problems exist because I want as much in person as possible going forward. I know it's available and let's use it as needed, but the best... You know, um, productiveness you're ever going to get is in person, collaborating, I think. Jody's Hollywood Outsider Extra. Lady Gaga taking some criticism, and that's what happens. You know, the higher up you go in the world, the more criticism you get. It's true. And so, this movie, her upcoming role in House of Gucci. Gucci. It was a name that sounded so sweet, so seductive. Man, when you see the trailer. The more I hear that, the more I think she's from Transylvania. Stop. She's a Gucci, huh? Blah, blah. Stop. You're you're ruining for me. You don't love Gaga. And if you watch the trailer, you think you are there in the 80s in Italy. But anyway, she's um, opening up to Italian and British Vogue about some of the, you know, I guess, criticism that she's been taking for her role specifically from the real Patrizia herself. Oh. But she says she didn't break that accent for nine months straight. She spoke in that accent. It was method she acting. She lived in it, yeah. She lived it. And there's already word of an Oscar nomination. Jody's Hollywood Outsider Extra. Love to hear from you. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. We posted on our Facebook page the other day this 
cute picture of Sam, and I wanted to just address the elephant in the room because Sam gets lots of messages to our Facebook and Instagram and website. Hey, would you like to go out for coffee? My friends think that you and I would be perfect together. I love the way you make me laugh. Yada, yada, yada. And every time I read these to Sam, would you like to explain what happens to you? Uh, like tight underwear, I get uncomfortable. <laughs> right. So we just said, look, it's not that he's not appreciative, single Sam. I don't know you how are to just uncomfortable yeah. when when hit on, yeah. if that's the right word to yeah. say. Um and so there's some you know, love maybe if I was hit it. on in person, like mm. a, no. No, okay. you you right. still uncomfortable. I've know. seen it. Right. No, I've we, seen it. We know how that worked in the past, right? So <laughs> well, wait. Hey! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Not to dredge it's up. It's worked anything. out for you in the past, and normally it only works when you're not the one leading. Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah. Okay. You're not. Uh, when it comes to that, you're not the leader, but you do. You're responsive when you're interested in. Yeah. Interested. Okay. Dawn says, "I get it, Sam, but hey, pick me." <laughs> I love that. Rhonda That's says, great. "I would be uncomfortable too, Sam, if random people were reaching out. I embrace the attention, but carefully." Okay. Misty says, I'd be uncomfortable, too, if random people I didn't know said they wanted to date me. So, Sam, do whatever brings you happiness. That's from Misty. Okay. Isn't that beautiful? Mm-hmm. Um, Betsy, hang in there, Sam. One day you'll see someone somewhere that will knock your socks off. Have a wonderful day and don't settle. I usually don't wear socks, but okay. <laughs> um, Amy, it'll be somebody you can't stop thinking about. That's what yeah. that means. Amy says, you mean I'm, th- I'm not the only one obsessed with Sam? That's sad. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I get it too. Sam makes if you listen to us, he makes you laugh. Okay, Karen says. Remember though, keep in mind you're getting one side of Sam. I know. You're getting the entertaining side of Sam. Yeah, but you know, but you're not married to Sam. You don't live with him twenty four seven. You don't have warts and all. And with most comedians, there is that other side, the dark side. But any relationship has all of that, right? I mean, any relationship is not entertainment all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Truth, truth. And my favorite one. Comes from Angel. So should I give up or keep leaving messages on the station machine? <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Please don't block me. I'm not bothering you. I am married at the moment. Wink, wink, Sam. <laughs> Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Get ready. There's a new Exorcist in the works. <laughs> a trilogy in the works, and the studio is dropping a lot of money on it, like $400 million, Um for special effects and to make it super extra scary. The weird parts about it are this. Wow. Well, it's an Exorcist trilogy. They, at this time, in the planning stages, they're not going to send it to the theaters. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a streaming thing. Oh. Don't you think something that scary? Well, maybe you should be at home with your blankie. <laughs> okay, so they're think saying that... Think of the horror they could add with all the new special effects. Right. Um, it's going to star Leslie Odom Jr., Oh, okay. from They're also going to bring back Ellen Burstyn, and she's going to reprise her role from the original film. Yeah. Okay? Uh, and he, Leslie Odom, is going to seek her advice for a child who may or may not be, you know, yeah. possessed. Spitting peas. So, so um, scary. Mm-hmm. It seems to me, if you take the energy of the first film and you give it today's special effects... I do need to be home with my blanket. Yeah, that's going to be like paranormal activity. Um, I'll tell you about, in October, we've got this movie called The Last Duel. I am telling the truth. The truth does not matter. And it's true that it is Ben Affleck and Matt Damon together again, writing together again. True story of trial by combat in medieval France. They were so excited to write and work together again. That one in theaters, October 15th.